All right. Uh, this is Jerry Underhill, creator of the podcast. I wanted to thank you guys for finding your way here uh, from wherever you were. The following is the first few chapters of my novel, Runners of the Woods, available on jerryunderhill.com or Amazon. It's been adapted uh, for the format, and I hope you find it okay. Still Human, a sci-fi space exploration drama. Journey to planet G-159C. Okay, this is uh, Houston, minister aboard the Donde Du, and now minister of the colony on planet G159C. Uh, I'm in uh, a cave system, although I don't think they are cave-dwelling beings. I should probably slow down and, uh, and go back. The Donde Du is, I don't know when, when this audio will ever be discovered, if it'll ever be discovered, but I'm recording it uh, in case something ever happens to me, and it is. Uh, the Donda Du was a vessel bound for deep space for this planet, G159C, as we've uh, named it now. I don't know what the name uh, will be in the future or what the name of the planet is to these beings. Uh, but we, have, we arrived here after um, a few years in cryosleep uh, and set up a colony a colony which has been uh, constructed and, and sort of uh, stabilized. But I I wanted to just get out and experience it in intimate terms. And so I, I did. As I said, I, I set out. And uh, Gangacha, like I said, um, persuaded me to take this, this mobile device. And uh, I followed a river that ran along our colony uh, for a few days. I figured it would be the best way for me to not get lost but the third night I set up on this uh, ridge, high atop this ridge overlooking the river. And when I woke up, uh, it was, um, I was surrounded by these beings. And I mean, this is not what I was pursuing. I, I didn't, I mean, obviously this is what I was pursuing when I got on the vessel. You know, this is one of the things that people interested in going into space were interested in, you know, the possibility of this. Even when I lived on Earth, you know, I was always so sort of filled with passion, almost desperate passion to to know, are there intelligent beings in the universe? Are there, is there alien life? Are there alien societies? Um, you know, in addition to my spiritual interests, I, I think they actually sort of converge at some point. And, um, but I didn't expect this, and I hiked out. Like I said, I wake up in the morning, early morning hours. I just felt surrounded, and there were these beings. And I wish I had a better term for it, but I don't. They sort of these—I don't want to say luminescent, and I, and I don't want to say transparent. But the boundary between their matter and the matter around them is less distinct 
than I'm used to, than when anybody could be used to from Earth. Um, you know, the barrier between their individual existence, it seems, and and the field around them is is it almost just blends. Um, and certainly, they have an essence to themselves physically that you can see and sense, but it's an altogether different sense. Um, I don't know if I'm describing this very well, but hopefully, I get more chances to think about this. Like I, they just um, they just sort of stood around me, and, and I don't want to say that they telepathically communicated because that. That would suggest that like there were words that I felt and there weren't words, but there was certainly a sense. And I just knew that they were had peaceful intentions. I just knew that I was to get up and follow them. I didn't know where they were taking me, but I knew that it was safe. And and we ended up walking for a while. I wish I could say even that I uh, was keeping track of where we were walking. Um, I was sort of transfixed on, on what I was seeing um, because physically these are these are something to behold and we uh, we approached their village they live, I don't know what they call it village, encampment uh, I don't know, we got to where they live and they escorted me like I said to this cave, I am in this cave that they don't seem to be cave dwellers this this is this cave isn't set up to be like a home or or a community area or, or a temple or or for housing it, it doesn't seem to f- serve any utility purpose like that it could be a granary it could be you know i see some or i saw some containers um you know fashioned from local native trees and stuff and and, and plants and fibrous materials and i I don't know what was in them, but they walked me by, and, and, and now I'm here in this little in this little cave attached to this larger system. I get the definitive sense that I'm not a prisoner. Uh, like I said, I have a very powerful sense of, of that they're able to let me know their intentions, and, and they're communicating somehow. I, I can, it's, but it's a feeling. And um, I'm just here, and I've been here for couple hours I poke my head out uh, a few minutes before starting this recording uh, there's one of them out out uh, in, the, in the sort of the, the cave that's just beyond the chamber that I'm in uh, this larger cave but uh, I don't seem to be a prisoner uh, he's just sort of he she uh, it is just sort of there and I'm just gonna stay put maybe a braver I don't know braver Maybe a more rebellious spirit would uh, would push and, and sort of wander about. I'm going to stay here, though. I have nothing else to say at this point. But um, again, if anybody ever finds this, I should have probably called. I should still call Scott. I need to understand them for myself. Maybe, maybe I can understand them such that that because I I know history I can I can help be better than history um that's all that's all for right now
I've been in this cave for, uh, I don't know how long now. Overnight, I guess. It's probably been a full day, maybe a little bit more. Not so long that I've given my little home a name yet, but long enough that I've memorized all the little details of its charm. I ventured out a bit further uh, a few minutes ago. Uh, again, the being outside my cave didn't stop me. It moved with me as uh, you know, I risked a, a small peek out into the encampment, uh, into the village. It did nothing to stop me, and it really just followed me back as I returned to my cave here. Uh, they really don't seem to consider me a threat, and I'm eager to not do anything to change that. The, uh, the magnitude of what I'm dealing with here is starting to settle in. Now, this isn't an alien species that's arrived on Earth's periphery with some advanced tech bent on, I don't know, annihilation or subjugation or edification. You know, this is a, a sentient species in their own environment. I really didn't say enough earlier. You know, sort of caught up in the moment. I haven't talked much about the planet, uh, but that's because I, I've assumed that whoever ends up listening to this will be here and will know what this place looks like, how Earth-like it can be while being so distinctly not Earth. And it's like um, it's like when you're a kid and you see film or pictures of the plant life in Asia, for example, and it looks different than what you've seen in the United States. But you, you can tell that there are similarities, right? Fundamental, foundational similarities in its biology. Certainly here, I don't think anything's related to anything back home unless, unless the idea that, that meteors and asteroids you know, crashed into to Earth and other planetary bodies uh, long, long ago and brought the... Uh, original elements of life, then maybe you could uh, accept that that at the deepest, smallest levels, these things are related. Obviously, they've evolved uh, on separate trajectories as they've been conditioned by their environment and adapted to survive. But, man, and this is such an Earth-like place that, of course, there'd be similarities and yet differences. Um, and I see that even with these beings, like I said before, that, that you know, look like something recognizable. You know, it's not like when you imagine aliens, uh, you know, when you're a kid or a teenager or even as an adult. You know, like I said, like I've been so impassioned my whole life to do. Or you might imagine like the monstrous alien with the claws and the teeth and the thing that shoots out and drips acid and, you know, exposes the hole to space or... The parasitic thing that grows from within you and bursts out. I mean, those are two alien references. I mean, I don't even know if you, whoever's listening, get that reference. It's it's an old movie in my time. Um, or even the aliens of something unimaginable, like uh, you know, people speculate on Earth. Speculated when I was younger about you know, sort of these uh, these myths of of life forms that are exist either on another dimensional plane or just uh, don't, aren't, aren't confined by the same physical laws as we are and, and can exist on a, on a different plane, both at once that we can sense and can't. So 
you know, nothing so like abstract such as that, you know, something you can never even imagine, but, but kind of can on the edge of your mind. This is, this is something that you can, you can see and you can sort of understand on, on sight, but, but different. Uh, so clearly different. I, you know, I don't even, I don't know how I know what they want me to understand. They seem to understand me. Like I said, they don't see me as a threat. They've been content with just leaving me here. Um, there must be some point. You know, they're not trying to hurt me. Part of me wonders whether they are you know, starving me on purpose. But part of me wonders too whether they know that and letting me keep my pack with me that, that I have rations, that I have food. I think this moment might be an occasion for me to uh, get up and uh, venture out again. So I'm going to do that. <clears throat> okay. The uh, being is still out here. I am going to talk normally, I suppose. I don't want him to think that I'm planning anything. It's like when you hear birds in the wild chirping and part of you wonders or imagines some, uh, you know, I guess it's just our instincts to uh, grant things anthropomorphic abilities. Um, but I think there's plenty of truth in it. You know, you hear a bird and you wonder what it's chirping about. And part of you wonders if it's coordinating an attack on you because you've hiked past the nest or something. Um, part of you wonders if it's just chirping. I don't want him to see me as this or her, it, see me as a bird that might attack. But I think if I at least just talk normally, okay, I'm walking past it now. It's looking at me, of course. It doesn't seem to be bothered. It is following me again. Tell you, there's always something unsettling about being followed uh, by anything. But if this thing wanted to attack, okay, it's still following me. Uh, they, they move so different, even though they're walking, they're bipedal. But at the same time, it's there's a something about its gait that's just different. I feel so primitive. Uh, okay. It is nice to be out uh, in the wind again, uh, to look up at trees, uh, to see the stars through the trees. Okay, it's just standing uh, next to me. Hello. It looked up also. I think it's actually doing the same thing I am. I think maybe we, uh, this might be the first communication between, between us and them, uh, bonding and sharing uh, the experience of looking at stars uh, different stars than I've ever seen but there's stars still uh, through the canopy of of you know needly leaves that is actually really cool
It looks like, um... Oh, it's night time. I don't see... Okay. Alright, there they are. They're, uh... This looks like a good... A good deal of them are massed around, uh... A fire. <laughs> you know, you wonder even when you go to another planet and you meet sentient life if even something like fire would be a shared... Uh, of course it would be shared. I don't even need heat and cook things, provide light. But, you know, like I said, you don't even know if they're going to be bound by the same physical laws. And and it's cool here that they are. That and Maybe that's obvious. But uh, just to see beings huddled around a fire and experiencing something that you can understand, like when we just looked up at the at the sky together, um, and I felt his appreciation for the same thing that I was appreciating, and again, in that telepathic sort of way, um, I felt that, uh, that shared, uh, that communication of that shared, uh, just joy and appreciation and deep satisfaction at it, and, and now he's actually, or it, it, keep saying he maybe it's because i maybe he's letting me know he's a he whatever that means here i'll keep saying he he's looking at the uh his fellow beings like i am i wonder if he i wonder if he uh wishes he wasn't here doing this watching me um the uh great threatening uh weirdo alien thing that he might see me as The thing that uh, sort of clumsily lopes along as it magnificently strides. I wonder if he understood me thinking of him as a magnificent strider. I hope he does. I hope that's one of his first distinct experiences of communication with humans. You know, if I... You know, being my my that I have experience with, obviously religious gatherings. This seems what I'm looking at here seems to be a religious gathering, but it's obviously if they're telepathic, then they could be communicating to each other silently. But they seem to be in silence. I'm a good distance away, but I don't hear anything other than the the whisper of the wind, and then the the light crackle of the fire. Which you know, they seem to be swaying kind of back and forth in a I don't know, I don't want to say it's a trance-like thing, but but it's almost as if they are rippling themselves with with the rippling movement of the wind and the fire. Like that might be a way of describing that. I don't know what they're doing. And I don't know why they are not talking to me or communicating with me or coming or coming to get me from this cave, why they're not keeping me in the cave. I don't know if I should venture. I'm all right. I'm going to venture back in the cave now, friend. Back to where I am not a danger. Good, he's following me again. He, 
I'm going to stick with the he. Feels like a he. Back in my cave. I'll just lay back down like a good boy. Maybe what I should do is uh, ripple myself. There's a meditative aspect of that um, that I've enjoyed in, in seeking union with uh, with the eternal. Maybe that's a, a third shared experience from my last few moments. I can share in this with them. And I, I will do that now. Hopefully, um, hopefully there will be more. Hopefully there will be more interesting things to say, but... Okay, that's good.